0: What is happening? Welcome to episode 188 of your favorite podcast, the Guide Podcast. I'm your host Justin Mahaley, and today I'm going to talk to you about knowing when you are stage ready, and I'm going to give some peak week advice in here as well. Episode 188, as always, brought to you by Revive Summit. Brought to you by Raw Summit. Just Mahaley at checkout. Please leave us a five star rating and review. I'll see you inside. All right, you guys. This is one I've wanted to talk about for a while. Um, knowing that you are stage ready. Now, this doesn't come easy. Um, this isn't something... Um that's gonna be one size fits all, but I think all the points I'm gonna to make today, um, you know, are 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 rather streamlined across all of bodybuilding competitions and um, you know, people who step on stage truly stage ready. Um man, I can't lie. I have talked about it a little bit before, but it is really disheartening. Um obviously I go to shows often and it is really disheartening to see some um some of the quality that's put on stage. Um, you know, I mean, even you know, you look on Instagram and stuff. Um, bring better quality, you guys. Like, honestly, that's just the easiest way to put it. Um, at this point, I was having a conversation with uh, another good, a good coach um, the other day, and uh, we were we were talking about at this point, everyone kind of knows who like the good coaches are and like who's producing. And, like, I feel like you're either scared of, like, hiring a, someone who's, like, a good coach or it seems like it's just you, – you're, you're just not as serious as you think that you actually are or, like, that you talk like you are. Maybe you're looking for, like, a friend and a coach rather than, like, an actual coach. But, you know, I always kind of look at what the successful – Football teams are doing like Alabama like you don't go to Alabama because you're friends with Nick Saban, you know And Alabama was national championship goddamn every year you know, you don't go sign with the Patriots because you're friends with Bill Belichick or you don't go play for Tom Brady because you want to be his friend. Um, you know, there's a level of accountability. There's a standard of excellence. And bodybuilding is a sport. And bodybuilding collectively as a whole is growing very quickly across the board. The NPC, the IFPB, the prize money that is available um, at these shows, it is growing very, very rapidly across the board. So if you're not upping your standard for yourself and you're not holding yourself to an extremely high standard of excellence, you're just going to continue getting passed. If you're someone who's a champion now, uh, but you're a champion because you haven't gone against, you know, difficult competition, um, or you're a champion because, like, truly just no one better than you showed up, but maybe it was, you know, rather fair competition, um, you know, you're, you're, you're gonna get passed up if you're not constantly being held to a high standard of excellence. Um, again, you know, it's obvious to tell who's winning because they're constantly posting winners. It's constantly it's easy to tell who's losing because you know if you go to a, if you do go to a coach's Instagram page and like there's more them than clients, it's probably not a very committed coach. And I say that with all due respect. To you know anyone out there, but you know you should have. Um, if if you're a coach, you should you know talk like a coach. Um, you know you should pose like a coach, um, and you know I, I think it's such an easy place to make money. Um, it's such an easy place to get in and make money. You know, if you can write fancy Instagram captions and, um, you know, be there to, you know, mentor people or like whatever the fuck that means, um, like as their bodybuilding coach, uh, then you know, you can scam enough people to essentially hire you, come on board with you. Um, really easy to make money. It's a really difficult place to excel in, especially high level bodybuilding coaching. Like what Matt Jansen is doing right now is remarkable. What James Atlas is doing in the beginning. Bikini Division, remarkable. I think what um, you know, Shane um, Hugley has always done, remarkable. Uh, I mean, you know, like it is really difficult to hold that standard of excellence. So make sure their guidance, make sure your leadership is in line and actually winning, producing winning. Like second place is not winning. You have to understand that. Make sure you're winning. Make sure they're you know in contention on big stages. Um, the number one rule of knowing your stage ready is you have a coach who's not going to put you on stage for anything less than you being truly stage ready and competitive for a win. Okay. Um, number one part is, uh, beyond that, number one part is the feeling of being stage ready. There's a mental toll and you know, you get this brain fog and, um, you know, yeah, you, you, you get worn down. You don't have the same energy to give anymore. Uh, but you understand there's a vast reward that's on the other side of this. And dude, I mean, the last few weeks contest prep are absolutely brutal. So you, at the beginning of your prep, like, if it's not easy at the beginning of your prep, then you are not ready to prep. Because, man, when it gets eight weeks out, it's it hard. When it gets five weeks out, hard. Three weeks out, it is hard. Um, you need to be ready to, uh, you know, you, you need to really be ready to suffer uh, those last few weeks. And this is, you know, rather universal. Um, you know, um, I had... Three Bikini Girls and North Americans all did unbelievably well. Um, Sam Charlton, Emily Smith, Noah McCabe. um, They all did phenomenal. And they all coasted into the show. Really, really healthy. um, Conditioned really well for bikini. Um, You know, it it was what most people, on, on paper, it looked at like it was easy, right? But, like, dude, they were all struggling, too. Like, it's hard being lean, It's really difficult being lean. It doesn't matter if you're pushing no carb or 300 carb. It's really fucking hard being stage ready. There's not a mass variance. It's not like, oh my God, I wish I was eating. To be honest, I've been in both positions. I think it's harder eating more food than less food when you're really close to a show. I truly do believe that. Like there's like a mental fuck, um, as well as like, I might not be pushing hard enough or working hard enough or X, Y, Z. Um, I, I, it, it is really difficult getting there. All those girls were eating a lot of food, like, especially Sam. She was just eating a ton. I told Sam, I told Sam like, uh, two days out, I was like, I want you to go to like Buca de Beppo and get, um, a family size thing of spaghetti and meatballs. And, I want you to have as much spaghetti meatballs at a serving at a time as you can, as often as you can, um, you know, without hindering your digestion. And the reason behind this was – the you know normal more linear approach was not working for getting her truly full like i wanted her to add some body fat back on but you know i've told the story on instagram before we were able to fix her thyroid during prep like that was remarkable uh we fixed the health problem during prep and man after that she just got way Better, like the conditioning was almost improving at a rate that we weren't able to circumvent. That we didn't do any cardio. I pulled back the train, she was eating a ton of food, but she was finally healthy. Um, and so that was you know, that that, that was a big deal. She had an underlying, an underlying thyroid issue that kind of went under the radar, um, if you will. Um, so eating and she was struggling. I did she was like, Coach, I can't eat this anymore. I think she had like four meals of it. She's like, I can't do this anymore. I like, got I don't ever want to have spaghetti meatballs again. Oftentimes it's easier to just be eating less and doing more closer to the show, it really is. Um, A couple items that are really important. Mimic stage lighting in your pics. So how I like pics taken, like the perfect setup for pictures is you find natural lighting where natural lighting is illuminating your physique. And then inside of that natural lighting, you put a ring light and you have that ring light turned up, you know, rather high, not too high to where it it washes out your physique, but high enough where you can see all the crevices, um, all of the, you know, all of the the cuts um, in your physique. You really want to be able to see the conditioning. How, like, how can you best mimic stage lighting? That way is the best way to take your check-in pictures. Every coach will unanimously agree with this. Natural lighting um, with a with a ring light in front of it. That's going to illuminate your physique very, very, very well. Okay, um, So, easy. It's easy peasy um, to do that. It's, it's honestly... Um, like a ring light's 20 bucks and there's natural lighting every single day. (laughs) You want to appropriately take your check in pictures? That's a great way. It's harder for a coach if like someone takes their pictures like in the morning uh before the sun is up and whatnot it's much 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 harder uh, to assess physique progression there because commonly the illumination of the physique isn't um extra as, as bright as we would like it to be um so you kind of start picking up on things over time of like what to look out for to properly assess conditioning um and You know, but a a yellow light, like, if you just have, like, your kitchen light on, something like that, not good. Not good at all. Okay? Um... Posing after fasted cardio, this is the most important look that you have your entire prep. If you want to get a true look at what you look like right now, go pose after fasted cardio, and that's about where you're at. You dropped a little bit of water. You don't have much food in your system. It's like you're going to be full, hard, and vascular. Um, you might have some vascularity. You might have some hardness. You might have some fullness, but it's not going to be full blown. Um, you know that with that water drop from expelling during cardio. Um, you know you're You're going to um, appear like you have less inflammation than you actually do. So it's a really good time to be posing. Um, Something else that, you know, I don't mind my athletes do, like get up, um, you know, Go for a walk. Um, drink your water like you should Like you should before the blood glucose reading. Take the blood glucose reading. Go for a little walk, like a 20, 30 minute walk. Um, allow your blood to kind of move a little bit um, because the reality is, like on show day, we're going to be walking, we're going to be hitting steps. Um, you, you know, it's, it's not like you're just going to like get out of bed and, and pose on stage. There's um, going to be movement involved. That gives a very accurate physique uh, representation. So, how do you look after fasted cardio? Um, um, or taking picks um, after a you know 20 30 minute walk, something like that. That's an accurate representation of where we're at right now. Now during peak week, I drop training much sooner or I, I, sh- I shouldn't say sooner. I should say I drop training more significantly than other people do. Uh, my, my ideal peak week is no, like no training at all. Um, Or at least like the last like four days, there's just no training. I want inflammation to be as low as we possibly can because, so a lot of people like to keep training in all the way up till show and I understand the reasoning why is because there's kind of a localized inflammation to the body part training. So like the day before the show, if you have a rather weak body part and you train it the day before the show, there's going to be some inflammation that holds um, within that body part that kind of carries over the next day. And this inflammation is going to make that body part look more prominent um, than it actually is. Right, but if we nail the peak perfectly, which we're going to, and we nail the pump perfectly, which I walk my athletes through exactly what I want them doing before they go, so it should be really, really, really easy. We can make those weak body parts appear fuller, right? Um, and a lot of people are saying this, you might have gotten a feedback at some point hey, you need to be fuller here and there, whatever. Fuller oftentimes means more muscle. When it comes from a judge, right? They saw you pre-judging. They saw you at finals. They saw you saw in an individual routine. So i say next to people, they're not, I mean, nine, nine times out of 10, more than that, even 95 times out of a hundred, they're not talking about just like a, a better peak. They're talking about go back to the lab, build some more muscle here because muscle carries fullness, man. If you have more muscle somewhere, you have a fuller physique, and it's it's much easier to load, um, load for lack of better terms. I really hate that term to be honest. I think the whole loading process thing is like the most overrated thing in bodybuilding. Uh, people f- hyper focus on things, um, and I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think we should be hyper focused on anything other than how do we just like pull stress down and bring the best physique, right? Um, but if you if you if you load a, a, a physique that's you know, more muscular, it takes much, much less to get a lot out of it, right? Because, the reality is, the muscle cell, especially when you're peeled, muscle cells hungry. Like it wants nutrients, it wants water, it wants sodium, it wants pota- it, it wants to um, have potassium, it wants to have nutrients inside of it. So you know when you start eating and when you're peeled, your insulin sensitivity is so high. Well, that's why because the muscle cells like, dude, I need to survive over here, and it's it's a lot to carry on this much muscle on this body. So I need fed, right? And carbohydrates been low for a while, so insulin hasn't had to do a ton. Your pancreas has a nice break during prep when you're dropping body fat. Um, anytime you drop body fat at all, you become more insulin uh, sensitive. Every single time, 10 times out of 10. So the pump should be really, really, really easy unless we use too many diuretics. Um, It's personally why I like aldactone as a diuretic more than anything else. Um, I really only use aldactone and diazide. Um, But I've just noticed in my people it's easier to manipulate the aldactone dosage. Uh, to allow them to still have somewhat of a pump or a good, what I would consider a good pump um, holding on stage and actually being able to hold it on stage. Whereas oftentimes with diazide, now this doesn't mean I don't use diazide. He's plenty of diazide where it's needed, but often with diazide, we're going to see um, that it's, it's just much harder to hold complete fullness when you're on stage. Right now, if someone's just got really full and really round muscle bellies, um, I don't mind having a diazide in there because some people just pop waking up in the morning um, after not eating for 11 hours and, you know, being in a deficit for 14 weeks. Some people just fucking pop still. Um, so for those people, it's, you know, I don't mind. But on a skinny person, I really don't want to use diazide. Um, it's just it is very difficult. For somebody who's like naturally skinny or doesn't pop like that. It's just it really holds them back uh, just in my opinion. Now, um, so the training drop, training drop's a big, big, big deal. Um, I like pulling it out early on. When your training gets pulled, you basically know you're ready at that point. Um, and from there, your job as an athlete is just stress mitigate, dude. I'm really, really, re- like stress mitigate. Um, how, how, how much can you de-stress? Anything in your life that stresses you out, just don't have it there, okay? Um, now, there's another side of training drop that... Man, one day when you're lean and you're close to ready, you're going to go in the gym and there's nothing happening. Everything feels heavy. It feels terrible. It feels treacherous. When your feet hit the floor in the morning, it feels really difficult to you know, get up, get out of bed. Man, when you start feeling it, that's when you know that you're close to being ready. But that does not mean you're ready. If you only feel that for like a week or something like that, you are not there yet. You need to go further. Like that's when we pick it up. That's when we pick it up a few notches, honestly. At that point, man, your physical really wants you to stop. But you gotta understand. On the other side of that, there's a massive reward. Remember, I told you, bodybuilding is growing every single year. The reward gets bigger every single year. Man, when he bodybuilding shows is that is a real fucking confidence boost. Um, honestly, now you've seen me post people. You've seen some other good coaches post people, which is this absurd peak weight transformation. Like, how did that even happen? Peak week, there can be some magic done, man. If anyone tells you differently, they don't understand peaking. There can be some magic done in peak week. There can be you can look, you know, weeks out, seven days out, and you can be absolutely nails looking, just peeled and bone dry on show day. This kind of comes down to having the eye for it. What's fat and what's inflammation? Um, you know, like right now, I got Thomas um, competing at the Amateur Olympia next week. Like, dude, we had to push fucking hard for this. We've really only been dieting like nine weeks. And we're now about 30 pounds in nine weeks. Uh, we had to push fucking hard for this, for him to get inside out peeled. He's holding a lot of inflammation. All in his fucking, uh, his hamstrings and glutes. All of it there. I know that it's not fat, Um, I've been able to see enough by now and you can tell when it's fat there's when it's fat, it's not like the muscle's not outlined. The muscle isn't indented. When it's fat, it's smooth, right? So his muscle's outlined. It's indented, you know, but it's really it's fuzzy. It's 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 not a clear cut of the image. It like, looks like it's like caught on a loading screen, uh, and it's just it's just fuzzy and out of focus. That's kind of how the muscle looks when, um, you know, it's honestly when it's just inflammation. Um, so I mean, he has that. When I zoom in on his glutes and his hamstrings, you see all the lines. Everything's here everything there that you want to see but it's just fuzzy and so dude all we have to do is we just got to you know we just got to Drop the water, um, hit the Duretics perfectly, which we're going to do, and then he'll come in and they're going to be nasty and crispy next Wednesday for the Amateur Olympia. I'll make sure to post a picture of them uh, before he goes on stage um, on my Instagram next Wednesday. But they're going to be fucking nasty. Everything's going to be inside out peeled. So I know that we're not pushing for fat loss anymore. We're just more so pushing for how can we stress mitigate. Okay? So there can be some crazy stuff done in peak week. I mean, me and Ashley Jones dropped like 9 pounds between Tampa and Texas and she brought the best conditioning that the women's physique division at the IFBB has seen this entire year after we were told we need to be 1% tighter just 7 days prior to the Texas Pro we had 7 days to fix it we dropped 9 pounds like we did some we we, we had to go hard for that I mean we went very 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 hard for that we never even had to cut water down to zero Um, so it, it takes a trained eye it takes a lot to see but just know Again, like back to the original conversation, man, you know what? If you hired a good coach, dude, if you hired a coach that produces, you got nothing to worry about. Nothing at all to worry about. Nothing to stress about. Let them carry that stress. Let them have that stress. I was having that conversation with one of my athletes, Coco, earlier today. I was like, yo, let me have that stress. Any stress you got, let let me have it. Let me have it. Because I, you know, this is for me to handle. You just handle the protocols and I'll handle the stress. Um, So, There's definitely some odd stuff that can be done in peak week. Um, Like I said, ride it out. Don't let yourself get in your head your job as an athlete. The way you become best on stage is you pulling your stress down as low as possible. Um, something state stage is really important for peaking and especially if diuretics are going to be used and we're explaining a lot of nutrients um, and commonly at the end of a prep you know we we have very limited food sources that are actually in our diet um, we want to supplement with a multi-mineral so we can kind of have a vast array of minerals we want to make sure all the bases are covered but you know if you have one mineral deficiency one tiny mineral deficiency all of your internal uh, functionings are thrown off by that everything inside so now all of a sudden the water cut doesn't work the way you want it to or the vitamin C doesn't do what you want it to um, or the asparagus doesn't do what you wanted to or the the black car the espresso or the vodka before uh, the night before doesn't do what you want it to like all these things have a purpose right and the way that they all work the best is if our body has some proper micronutrients proper mineral proper hydration levels electrolyte balance in order for them to work and, and also the proper um, um, internal health overall these things only work if you can actually handle it. They don't just work because you utilized it. They work if you can actually handle it. So you, you know you have to earn yourself handling that. Um, you know throughout like leading up into peak week, keeping your kidneys healthy, keeping your liver as healthy as possible. Um, you know you you have to earn it by pulling down stress during the week and, and including Peds. If you can pull Peds down during the week, that's massive. Um, it's something that we definitely want to do. Um, But a multi-mineral is going to be so important when you are peaking whatever you can possibly do to alleviate stress. So I'll even have my clients, you know, double or triple up on some of the internal stuff, like the revive liver, um, uh, the revive kidney, uh, the turmeric, which obviously helps with inflammation. all of my athletes double up on it. Sometimes triple up on it. I mean, right now, AJ's taking like 10 caps of kidney every two hours while awake during the day. Um, because it's setting us up for the Olympia next week. Um, Another note that's often overlooked is keep your water sources stable if you're truly ready uh, if you're truly stage ready, keep your water source stable. So I'll just have my athletes use spring water all week. So if we're traveling, we're going to fly from Indiana to Florida. Indiana and Florida have different water supplies and there's different minerals in their water and I've had people that haven't been able to drop the last little bit of inflammation because we're just drinking out of the sink when we're traveling. If we just have spring water the entire peak week, the entire week we're basically controlling and we have at least much more control over what's going inside uh, uh, into your body. So if it's like aquafina spring water we're using all week load up on the aquafina spring water crush it all week this is really important and something that's often overlooked same thing with sodium keep the sodium that you're using the same if you use a sodium that has iodine in it that doesn't have iodine in it whatever it might be maybe um, you know something else to think about so in contest prep if you're using thyroid hormone t4 t3 but then you're also using a sodium that has iodine in it you know iodine helps with the conversion of t4 to t3 um and the utilization of t3 um You can actually you know, push your, your, your iodine levels too high to where the T4, T3 drugs are actually making you hyper, uh, thyroid. And obviously there's a lot of negative consequences to that. So being somewhat hyperthyroid, this is a podcast topic I'm going to get into shortly about like what is healthy in bodybuilding being somewhat hyperthyroid for a short period of time because of exogenous usage of, uh, thyroid hormone. Uh, this is okay and can be recovered from as long as you feel okay. If you're if some of your fire levels dissolve, you're going to feel it. Um, and in a contest prep, you're going to notice, right? So it's okay to be somewhat hyperthyroid for a small amount of time because it can easily be fixed and it should be fixed within the first month, honestly, of your contest prep ending. Okay. Um, so that's something else to keep in mind. If you haven't been using iodine, you're pushing T4, T3, all of a sudden you bring a salt with iodine because it's just like table salt or whatever. You don't want to get pink salt or Hawaiian salt or iris or Celtic salt, whatever it's called. Um, then you, you can absolutely call some inflammation, call some negative reactions happen from there, okay? On stage, the physique that looks the freshest commonly looks the best. And also, in the women's division, the freshest physique is commonly the most feminine physique as well. And femininity is absolutely judged to a high score in the women's division. And honestly, that's why I feel so confident about AJ going to the Olympia next week, because, man, she's using, like, Nothing. I mean, she's running a smaller than bikini girl cycle, and all you know, she's the only one that looks feminine. She's the only one that really you know has that feminine beauty. Um, there's some amazing physiques and some really pretty women in the division, but AJ kind of has a, a few legs up on them. Um, you know, within that judging criteria. Um, and so that's definitely something that's very important. It's the freshest physique. is going to look the most feminine. And on the men's side, the freshest physique is the easiest to peak. It's the easiest to assess the response to, uh, a fresh physique, you can tell a guy to have three ounces of water and send picks in 10 minutes, and he's going to look different from the 10 ounces of water in um, 10 minutes after because his body's not just suffering and struggling and fighting um, and you know crawling past the finish line. like It's ready to go. Um, it's ready to go for a training session. It's ready to go for a cardio session. It's ready to go play a freaking flag football game, You know whatever it might be. The freshest physique is going to be the easiest one to peak. And so always keep that in mind when looking at stressors during your peak week. Episode 188. I hope this helps. We'll see you next time. Sick of being upsold at gyms. My guy, you're currently a base member for $90 more. I can upgrade you to our shred membership for 130 more. You'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach sweat platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just one dollar down and ten dollars a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May tenth. See home club for details.